Hello and welcome. This is episode two of Small Screen Couch Commentary for Avatar Last Airbender, Netflix edition. That's right. That's yeah. Right. I'm calling this Netflix edition from now on. Okay. If, I mean, know? I don't mind that. Yeah. I don't mind that. Netflix differentiates it from edition. the original, you know, Nickelodeon animated series. Yeah, for sure. Um, episode two was called Warrior. Warriors. Come out to play. That's a great reference, by the way. I didn't even think of that myself. You did, but I didn't. I mean, you know, it happens. Yeah, but I should have thought of that. It's I was thinking of a, like a G-Unit song, I think, or something in my head called Warrior. Anywho, that's neither here nor there. So before we get started with actually going over the show, we like to jump in and just review it beforehand, right? So what what did you give this episode? So I won't lie. Um, We're not here my, to my, lie to the people. No, never. No. We'll never lie to you. I can't promise that. He might, but I can't. What? No. Anyway, <laughs> so the first episode, I was hype. Mm-hmm. Um, I rated it, I wouldn't say significantly higher than you did, but higher than I thought I was going to rate it. Certainly higher than you thought I was going to rate it. I will say I've come down off the, the hype train yeah, yeah. a little bit. I know I said before that I don't usually get on the hype train. I was I was on the hype train. You hyped yourself up big time. I did. I did. You know, I no, don't, actually, I don't no. regret. I no. don't regret. Because you weren't on the hype train. The show hyped you. The first episode hyped you up, which is a good right. thing, which is a very good thing. Right. Yeah. So um, I will say this. My rating's a little bit lower than it was. I rated this episode a 7.9. Okay. Yeah. Um, there were some ups and downs, um, some downs that were a little bit more down than I was expecting, I guess. Yeah. Not a terrible episode, but um, not as good as the first because of a few certain things that we'll get into. What did you rate it? We kind of closed the gap here a little bit. Okay. Yeah, 7.7. Okay. I gave Higher it. than what you rated the first one. Higher, yeah. I, I actually enjoyed this one more than the first one. Okay. Um, Maybe for some particular reasons, but overall, he said the, the lows just were a little too low for me, and it was too... too Focus, I guess. The lows I could focus on too easy in this episode still. Gotcha. So I think I've found a, uh, a trend for this show. Okay. I think All it's right. just going to be up and down. It's going to be up and down. And you I know like what? episodes, but I'm also going to dislike some parts. Not not the worst thing in the world. I think when there's yeah. some hills and valleys, when I it's not it can't always be perfect, um, especially with something like this where it's, it's a remake or a reimagining of an original series like they're always going to be people putting it on the pedestal i try not to do that i think certain times i'm going to it's just natural it's unavoidable yeah but yeah so uh important question for you here oh important answer what were you snacking on all right good old chicken nuggies whoa not not mcdonald's we've had this conversation before dino no. Okay. These are actually really good. There's some off-brand thing I got from like one of those stores where you would check the dates on everything. Okay. But um Yo, save that money. I did. You know, I really did it. It was too expensive. <laughs> I said I'm not going there again. Um, but the the chicken nuggies were good. Okay. They had a little kick to them. Oh, spicy. Yeah, a little spicy. Nothing like okay. your boy couldn't handle. Right. But of course. Yeah. Of course. Um, so I was actually on vacation last weekend. And watched the second episode, Wilst, on vacation. Oh. Vocab word for y'all. Um, and I was actually snacking on some candy. A few different varieties of candy. What a week. What a vacation. Yeah. Had some fruit snacks. Had some chocolate. Um, also had my good old Sour Patch Kids. I can never get away from them. I love them. You do love They're them. They're my favorite. Anything that was like mango flavored? No. No mango flavored. Okay. At least not that I can recall. Okay. Just I think the fruit snacks were like your basic like strawberry, grape, lemon, you know, that type of stuff. Whatever the whatever that Aldi's brand of shout fruit snacks. Yo, shout out to Aldi indeed. Yeah. Saves me some money there. Um, but yeah. Anyway, into the show. Um quick on the opening scene. It was a very short opening scene, but I, I think it was really important to still say how much I love the actor who plays Zuko. Yeah, the opening scene is Zuko just freaking pissed right. that he lost the Avatar, and he's throwing shit around his room like a little freaking baby brat, whatever you want to say. But I was like, this—that's how I'm going to picture Zuko. He, this is his only goal in life, and he even mentions like in the show, three years I finally had him, and now I lost him. Also, positive note: 
Uncle Iroh in the background, real calm during this whole scene. Yeah. And just kind of tell him, like, hey, it's okay. You know, oh, he was looking for his notebook. Yes. That's right. He was looking for his notebook, and he's mad that it's okay. He's like, it wasn't the notebook that found the Avatar. It was you. Right. Damn, Iroh. You know what? I will say this. In the first episode, I wouldn't say that I disliked Iroh, but he wasn't like what I was picturing in my head. Second episode grew on me a little bit. I think... I like Iroh. It's just hard. Iroh's Iroh's in many people's eyes the best character yeah. from the original show. So to try to fill those shoes is damn near impossible. I think the the guy who's doing it though is doing a decent job. Like yeah. like I said, he is growing on me. I feel like he'll probably grow on me more as time goes on. Because even when I watched the original series, I don't think I started to really appreciate Iroh until like. A few episodes in. Yeah. When he starts being more like uh, philosophical. Yeah. You know? Yeah. First episode, he's okay. He's Uncle Iroh, but you really don't know who he really is. You know, his personality. And as you keep going, you see how cool of a character he is. Absolutely. Understood. And right now, I think they're kind of riding that same wave. Um, I enjoyed how calm he was and how he was helping him out. Short scene, it just kind of like, it ended with him pretty much saying that to him. Uh, but then we can get back with Team Avatar. All yeah. Right. They're still at the temple. They decide they want to go to Kiyoshi Island, which is an island that an old avatar named Kiyoshi grew up in. So it was named after her. She has a temple there. They can maybe figure out what he should be doing. Yeah, what his next step in yeah. becoming the avatar is. Because this that's the thing. He he knows he's the avatar. But what the hell do you do? Right, exactly. Like what he is- knows he has to do something, but he doesn't know what it is. Now I do want to just mention kind of in general with the show. Um I know when we watched the first episode, or maybe it was in the trailer discussion, we were wondering, like, okay, like how far is this season gonna go into compared to the original animated series. And it kind of seems, which makes sense, that they're kind of scrunching two or three episodes of the animated show into the live action, which makes sense because the animated show was like 25, 30 minutes. Yeah. And the show's an hour. It was a half hour with commercials. So yeah, I'd say about 25. So it makes sense that they're doing that. Um, I will say, though, they're kind of jumping around a little bit. Not in a bad way. I think the way that they've weaved woven woved woven <laughs> the way that they've constructed the story for the live action uh with how they've pieced together things from the animated show i am actually liking i think the pacing i thought was going to be a little too rushed and at times it is it is but i don't think it's terrible in this episode i actually really didn't mind it because you had two storylines going on that actually connected towards right. the end right so that was done okay in my book i mean i'm not a genius in this stuff you know i'm just a guy who sits on a couch and watches a show yeah but, same oh, shit we should do a podcast right <laughs> oh my god uh so anyway they decide to go to kiyoshi island there's a few back and forth scenes of like suko i'll get to that at some point but uh they get to the island after oh sorry important part i can't skip this before they leave the air temple you meet momo Right, Momo is a is a lemur, a flying lemur that used to be uh, they used to be abundant at the air temple before the Fire Nation attacked a hundred years ago. Yeah, and uh, so he decides to join them on their journey because they have food basically. But Momo is a great character in the uh, anime show, so I hope he's just a fun comic relief. Yeah, you know if you ha- if I had to compare like Momo and Appa uh, to something else, like another like little duo, I'd say they're kind of like. C-3PO and R2-D2. I like it. You know, like, they're yeah. they're background side characters, but they're still, like, beloved. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. That's a great way to put it. So they meet Momo. They get to Kiyoshi Island, and the first thing that happens, they, they find the statue of Kiyoshi. The island looks like the animated show. It's got yeah. that crescent shape. Yeah. Um, And I'll kind of hint to something later that happens in the animated show that we probably won't get in this, but it's cool. They still, like, a little Easter egg. Um, but they get to the island. The temple is shaped like Kiyoshi. I mean, they love this. Obviously, they named it after her. So they love Kiyoshi here, the old avatar. She was an earthbender originally, but then obviously she bended everything. Correct. And as that happens, they're attacked by all these painted ladies. And they're all, and Aang's like, whoa, 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 I'm the avatar. Like, don't, don't, don't get mad at me. And they're just like, I don't, okay, whatever. If you were the avatar, there'd be a sign. 
and then Kiyoshi's eyes light up and like and they beam. like highlight him. Yeah, and yeah. it's kind of like okay, it was funny to me, but it was also like meh. I I mean I thought it was humorous. I didn't mind it. Yeah. Um. I I, I think your um. Uh, I guess concern with the first episode that they're like spoon feeding a lot of this. They they're continuing yeah. to do that in the second episode. I'm assuming they're probably going to do it throughout the throughout whole. the whole series. Um, which from from our perspective, yes, it might seem unnecessary or annoying, but, but from a from a new um, a new viewer's perspective, they probably don't notice it or mind it as much. Right. Like I've been watching it with my wife right she never watched the animated series she has actually been liking avatar i don't know that she's loved it right necessarily she hasn't expressed that she's not very into anime or nerd stuff in general but she's liking avatar yeah i think we both kind of discussed before that that probably was going to be be the case case. yeah Um, this is more of an epic adventure than an anime nerdy type of thing i think this is netflix hit it like a, a lesser serious game of thrones type of vibe um a fantasy um, world, adventurous. Understand you know, that point like of view. Um, either way, they get caught. Little funny thing happens, and you find out these are the Kyoshi warriors, which are actually warriors originally trained by Kyoshi and then passed down through lineage or whatever. Right. And they pretty much protect the island from nothing. Um, what else happens important in this scene? Oh well, Katara is starting to learn to water bend better. She has a scroll that. <laughs> We had to see freaking Graham Graham again, which is whatever. <laughs> Fine. But I think hopefully it's the last time we see Graham Graham. But we kind of get a nice scene of Aang not ready to waterbend yet, which was a little bit different from the show, if I remember correctly. But Katara's bending and she's getting a lot better already. Yeah, she's she's definitely practicing. And I do want to touch on Katara at some point and, and her character and the differences between her character in the live action versus the animated, but she's she's practicing as she was in the original animated series. Yeah. Um, but she's you know basically saying like, oh, Aang's like complimenting her. She's like, oh, you're a natural. And she's like, oh, well, she, these are basic you know water bending forms and whatever. Yeah. And he's just kind of encouraging her to be like, no, like you're doing a good job. You know, blah blah. blah. I, I want to just touch on one thing that I alluded to in the first episode that um, I wasn't sure if they were going to develop it or how they were going to develop it. But in the animated series, you start to see, especially by this point, you really start to see sprinklings of like, okay, there's a little bit of like a budding romance. Especially on Aang's side in the show. Aang crushes on Katara quick. Right, right. Yeah. Which you have not really gotten at all. Did you get any in this scene? No, no, not I really. have a theory, but you told me not to bring it up. So I, I mean, I don't, I don't want to ruin it for anybody who you know hasn't binged it. Maybe, um, yeah. but yeah. So it, it's just I don't know if they're developing this for something later in the show, or if um, they don't want to go down that route because then there's other things too in comparison to the original that they're also that they're either adding as a new like theme throughout the show or that they there's other things that they haven't done yeah but yeah so there yeah either my theory is correct or i think they wanted to focus more in this episode um well before we get to that what do you think of the water bending so far so here's what i'm going to say um the first episode i thought there was a great balance between the fighting like the martial arts mm-hmm. and the bending and i thought it was a very they were putting a good emphasis on the bending, but it was still balanced. Like, obviously, the bending should be the main thing. 100%. And then the martial arts behind it, you know, is, is a secondary thing. In this episode, um, and I don't want to say this, like, too negatively, I did not like the fighting when it came to the martial arts. The bending, really? I thought, yes. The bending, I thought, was good. Hmm. Um, but the martial arts, I was like, this is a little rough for me. I, I really asked this question because um, I feel I don't dislike the bending right now. I thought earth bending in the first episode was cool. Great. I feel like with the water bending, I need to see more speed. I agree. I feel like you're not, you're supposed to be whipping somebody with that water. And it right. kind of just is like you're throwing a big string of water at something. 
Yeah, or like a water ball or something like that. Yeah. I, I will say. She used a water whip. She used to be like, whoop, pow. So far, the water bending has probably been my least favorite of the bending, but I still don't think it's bad. No. I, I think it's I think it's good. I think the way that they're animating the bending, you know, as far as the fire oh, bending yeah. and the air bending, I think it's good. And I think it works in the live action setting. Certainly better than it did in, in the movie. Well, we won't talk about Voldemort, okay? Um, yes, the water bending is okay. I just want to see a little more pace with it, and I want to see a little bit harder actions. Now, again, I can get real picky, and I'm not going to. I'm going to do my best not to, but in the show, water bending is all about reversing attacks and stuff like that. So right. I wonder if they're going to actually use that um, down the road. Don't know. Um, what else do we get? Oh, I want to hit on this before we go deeper into Kyoshi Island storyline. Yeah. We get to meet... Admiral Zhao. Commander Zhao. Commander right now. Sorry. I, yes. Yeah. Commander Zhao. Um, for, and who, sorry, he was in Rush Hour. Yeah, I don't remember the actor's name, but he was uh, who Chris Tucker was saying. Oh, you missed a June Tao. June Tao. He, he was the guy that was like, wipe yourself. You're, You're bleeding. bleeding. That's the first thing I thought when I saw him was wipe same, yourself. Same. You're bleeding. One of my favorite <laughs> lines in a movie. Yeah. Uh, let's see. I'm on the internet. Uh, Ken Long or Luang. Don't know how to pronounce it. But we're not the disrespect. How do you pronounce it? I don't know. Then but I would... shut the hell up. <laughs> but anyway, you made an attempt. Here's what I'm going to say about Ken. Okay. I loved Ken. <laughs> uh, I-, I thought Commander Zhao was great. He had he had that like um perfect amount of like assholeness. Yeah. With with still being respectful, which is very similar to how his character was in the animated series. Right. In the animated series he was more like upright and stuff, but I love the way he's playing this character. Yeah. I highlight of the episode for me was Zhao. Yeah. 100%. Now I will say this. I oh. I this was one of the things that they were kind of like jumping around and mixing like yes um as far as when things happen in the animated versus now an important thing that i think they left out that i i think they should have added here if i recall correctly in the animated series when when Zhao is introduced um him and and Zuko obviously do not like each other off the bat which they are highlighting here as well yeah but wasn't there a point when he got introduced where like zuko like challenged him yeah to... they fought and Ag- it might have been agni kai i yeah, can't remember yeah. yeah and and zuko defeated him yeah um because because zhao was like trying to be like oh well you know i i should be more of a prominent leader in this whole situation whatever blah blah, blah. And I think that's an important part that they missed because that plays an important role in like Zuko's development and him building more confidence. Because yeah. every encounter that Zuko has, he's kind of taking steps up and then, you know, getting knocked down and taking steps up and then getting knocked down. And they didn't have that in here. So maybe it comes later. I don't know. Um, but I think that that was something that should have been included at some point here. Yeah, plus it also gives Commander Zhao a reason to dislike Zuko even more and try right. to outdo him in the situation. Right. I right. don't remember the um the anime show that well, especially that early on. I do remember there being like even times when you see Commander Zhao throughout the whole first season. Like I think the yeah, he's Team like, Avatar he's like the is main, captured by him at one point or something. He's like the main um He's the antagonist of season yeah, one. Bad guy in yeah. the first season. Yeah. I hundred percent I thought he was a great character. I think this, the way he, like I said, the way he acts, even when he shows up later in Kyoshi Island, the way he's talking to them, I just loved it. I yeah. thought it was great. Um, so I wanted to do that real quick because what's going to happen is we're going to see Zhao and Zuko much later. They had to get a few minutes of screen time here and there. They pretty much, Zuko goes to this Fire Nation uh, base camp whatever on it yeah i think it's like a like a port a port yeah and he goes to ask zhao and his people for anything weird happening because he doesn't want people to know obviously the avatar is alive because then they're going to try to take his honor you know because it's his destiny to catch the avatar yeah his whole his whole reason for finding the avatar is to to get back in his father's good graces and return home yeah um so 
Iroh makes up a lie about they're looking for some kind of fish that's migrating this time right, of year, which is right. great. Again, yeah. loved it. And he's all respectful to Zhao and everything, so it's a nice back and forth there. And Commander Zhao's like, something's up. So he's He knows. He knows something's up. So he's like trying he to knows. Out, He knows. Oh, he knows. I know he knows. There you go. Anyway, we're young and hip. Um Are we? Not at all. <laughs> My hip hurts. Hey. Ooh, um but yeah, so he finds out Zuko's looking for the Avatar by actually um Zuko's crew tells Zhao's crew this. So right. because Zuko's not the best leader or captain, nicest captain, I should say. Right, right. So he gets that information. So pretty much it's a race to Kyoshi Island for them. That's their story, basically. So we, we can just get that out the way. Right. Yeah, Zhao gets his crew together. They bounce. They bounce. Then Zuko, um, Zuko realizes, oh, snap. Like His ship's not here. Right. He Zuko's knows smart. then that he's trying to go after the Avatar as well. Yeah, he all So he gets his crew together and they they peace out too. Yeah. He was like, uh, oh, he knows. And I was like, what do you mean? He's like, his ship's gone, you know? Right. Which, important detail, this is not something that played out in the original. A welcome change. I actually like this this change here. Like, when they went to Kiyoshi in the animated series, it was just Zuko. It was just Zuko, you're yeah. right. Yeah. Zhao was already introduced in the series, but he did not go to Kiyoshi. I liked this change. Oh, yeah. Like It, it was like it was three-way fight kind of happening. Right, yeah. right. I, I honestly, the show, this is why I think I enjoyed it the most. It was just two storylines, three if you want to count Zhao, but it was Zuko and Zhao's storyline and Kiyoshi's storyline, and they all end up connecting. Yeah. So that's probably why I like the show a little bit this time around. Um, let's get back to Kiyoshi Island. Um, it was cool to see Kiyoshi Warriors. They decide to let Avatar Team Avatar stay there for 48 hours. Right. They, they pretty much have been secluded from the world. And kept themselves unimportant so they don't have to worry about this fight and war. Yeah, kind of like a out of sight, out of mind type situation. Yeah. So that way, so they're they're a little reluctant, especially um, Suki's mom, who is not in the animated show, uh, is... She's she's not, but I think she is. I mean, they don't, they don't explicitly... Yeah, she's... Show it so in the in in the show here in the animated show I should say she's the 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 leader is like a dude and yeah. he's not like he's like a throwaway character yeah um but they still have I think like a like a council uh, uh, of the leaders and Kyoshi and there is a chick there so I wonder if maybe that might be like they kind of flip flopped it they're like oh we'll make the chick the leader which makes Kyoshi. sense right because yeah. the Kyoshi warriors are all female it's like the right. leader should be probably the female she probably was a Kyoshi warrior. At some point in her right, life. Right, absolutely. Um, so they decided to let them stay for 48 hours. So one of the things that happens in those 48 hours is a budding romance, not between Aang and um, Katara, but between Sokka and Suki. Right. And a little weird at first. So they both, it was. They, they, she didn't like them because they were talking about being warriors, and she kind of defends, like, you're a piece of shit. I'm a warrior. You know what I mean? But then... Because she saw him shirtless, she fell in love. Yeah, you know, and it was that—that that was the awkward part for me. She's just staring at him through a door, and he turns around. And he kind of starts covering himself up with his hands, and she's like, "Food's ready." And he's like, "Okay," and then she just keeps staring for another like good ten seconds, and then walks away. I mean, it it is a little weird, but I think it's also kind of appropriate it's that teenage awkwardness oh yeah you know i mean i don't know if they actually mention sokka's age he's probably between like 16 that. and 18 I yeah he's he's a young adult i guess he's, yeah yeah 16 to 18 somewhere in there which i think is probably around what he would have been on the original show and i remember my time being a 16 18 year old yeah wow. awkward as hell that's the only thing i thought about though well you know, so yeah. I get it. Even the midst of a hundred year war, you'd be thinking about it, right? So the only I do have a note here though, she was into him because at one point, Sugi and her mom are talking, and she's like talking about like just being like uh, they didn't allow outsiders. And she's like, "Well, I, I didn't get to. I missed out on so many things of the outside world." Right. And just gives Sokka the longest, hardest. I'm a fuck you stare. <laughs> and I was like, yo, chill out, Suki. I mean, my man's was, you know. Yo, way to go, Sokka. Sokka's yeah. a player, by the way. Good on him. In this show and in the animated show, he's a player. Oh, yeah. 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 He's um he's 
He's look, just looking for the next opportunity. He's a ladies' man. He is. He is. You can't can't blame him. If you you got it, flaunt it, baby. Well, and so the the funny thing is, similar to the animated show, they have a scene where they're kind of like training together a little bit. Yeah. Um, which I thought was great that they they still kept that in. Um, this and, was just more. Yeah, they they yeah. were definitely focusing more on the romance, the romance aspect of it, of it yeah. than anything else. Like. Sokka's initially kind of dismissive of them here on the show, which he was in the original as well. Um, but then he quickly realizes, like, okay, I I am I shouldn't have been acting that way. I should learn from you, right? Exactly. Exactly. This is where he kind of his ego comes down, and he comes down to earth because even the beginning of the show, he's like, "Oh, I'm a warrior too, protecting our my village." Right. And he, the whole time, he still thinks he's good. He's practicing with his boomerang. Right. And he's like, I can show you if you want. And then she throws her fan and just slices through everything while he only hits one thing at a time. Yeah, he was like trying to practice on some melons or something like that. Yeah. And he hit like one, and then she threw hers and... Slice all of them in half. Yeah. Um, but then they get into a little like uh, scuffle because he's like, well, I'm better at hand-to-hand combat. So they do that, and then he gets pissed off and just walks away without saying a word. Yeah. Um, but then he shows up to training for the Kyoshi Warriors. She sees him, tells him all to leave, gets him one-on-one training time. You know what I'm saying? So he does come back down to earth and realize, I've got to, if I want to be a part of whatever's happening here, saving the world, which they talk about, yeah, I've got to get better and come down to earth and realize I'm not as great as I think I am. Absolutely, absolutely. It's good that they put his ego in check um, because that you know helps to develop him as a character. Um I, I think there are times, even in the original, where he kind of slips back into that egotistical, oh, he, you know, mindset. But then by the end of the show, he's he's very much an honorable character. And I'm hoping that they stick with that here as well. That, like, by the end of the series, however long it's going to be, yeah. um, that they kind of complete his story arc in that he's a really good guy. Yeah, I was going to sit here and go, you know, Sokka's a great character in the animation. They're all just great characters. They all have their own story arcs and everything. That's pretty awesome. For sure. Um, so, yeah, we'll see how that goes. I do like that they kept that um, consistency with the show, of the animated show. Like, Suki and Sokka had a thing in this the first season as well. So, that's pretty cool to see. Um, then we kind of have Aang's storyline here. Him and Katara go to the temple again to do some research. Yeah, I think they're like trying to find some documents or scrolls or something that would um, help him understand like what the next step is in his um, journey. And the Avatar State. He's still questioning that. That was part of why they went because he learned about the Avatar State in uh, the first episode when he's at the Air Temple. Right. And then he reads in the journal that he took from Zuko. Right. It's called the Avatar State. Uh, And she was apparently, uh, uh, Kiyoshi mastered the Avatar State. Right. So obviously she would have an answer, but he's like, there's nothing written here, blah, blah, blah. So there's like this conversation between Katara and Aang about being the Avatar and how difficult this is. It was a good conversation, and I think it was I was fine with the scene. It's, again, a little nitpicky, but she kind of just goes like this after the conversation's over. Oh, Aang, I, well, you're just connected to all the Avatars. She didn't like read, you know, it's like they didn't, she should have been reading while they were talking or something. I don't know. Maybe a little picky. I think you're being a little picky. But, but... that takes me away from being in, into the show, like the realism of some stuff, you know? Now, I, I did want to get to this part and see what your opinion was because this whole aspect of the Avatar state being connected to the other Avatars. Um, is not really something in the original, at least not at this point, I don't think, anyway. I don't know if it is at this point, no. But yeah, that is what 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 were your thoughts on this? Because, um, like I said, there were some changes that I was okay with, like the fact that um, the storyline of Zhao and and Zuko racing to Kyoshi to try and find the Avatar, I like that. Mm -hmm. This change, I'm not so sure I enjoyed as much. Do you have reasonings? So, one, I think it really was kind of biting off of Black Panther a little bit. So, like, when Bla- in Black Panther, okay. you know, when he, he drinks the, the... The liquid from the, the liquid flowers. From the, yeah. Then he... It's a similar thing where he's able to convene... Convene? What's the word I'm looking for? Um, 
he's able to just talk with the other Black Panthers. Yeah. You know, and, and he's in this state, right? Um, and it's very similar. Like, he's meditating. And in this thing, like, Aang, he's, he's sitting there, he's meditating, his eyes are closed. He goes into the Avatar state. Nobody can wake him up or whatever. And he's able to talk to Kiyoshi. So I just kind of thought that was kind of biting off that a little bit. Really? That's what well, I was. Well, then I would say Black Panther bit off Avatar because that happens in the animated show. He doesn't do it with Kyoshi, but he does with I, Roku. I think the way they did it here. Okay. I, think, I don't know. I just, I was just kind of like, mm, I don't know if I like this as much as maybe they were going for. I didn't mind it. Okay. All right. Well, and then there's what happens after that. I was kind of just like, ugh. So, well, but anyway, yeah. Let's so we'll go into let's, it. So let's, he we'll, does let's keep going. He does go into um, his meditation to go to the spirit world, which he does all the time. So this is like he will do all the time. At least in the animated show, he went there a lot. Um, and he does go talk to Kyoshi to figure out about the Avatar state and what he should be doing at the. What is the Avatar? Right. Um, so while this is happening, Zhao has gotten to the island, and Zuko's not far behind. Just so you know. But he's talking to Kyoshi, and Kyoshi is, like, straight up. Digging like, into him. And, yeah, like, you know, you're the fucking Avatar. You're supposed to be a warrior, relentless, just freaking, pretty much saying you're supposed to be a freaking murderer, dude. Well, she's telling him, like, you know, he you he do, has a responsibility here yeah. to do what he needs to do to protect everyone that he can. And Aang, you know, true to, you know, the sentiment from the first episode, He's just saying, you know, I'm just a kid. I, I don't know, you know, how am I supposed to help this? And really, like, if if I start doing this, like, how many people are going to get harmed and die. In, in this whole journey of me being the Avatar? And she basically tells him, like, well, how many people have already been hurt in the past hundred years since you've been gone because you weren't there to do what needed to be done? Right. Yeah. And it's kind of... It kind of reminds me, I can't remember what show or movie it is, but it's like sometimes you have to be kind of bad. Like, not bad, but like you have to kill a few to save a lot. Sometimes you got to do a bad thing to make a good thing happen. Right. And then sometimes you have to sacrifice the life of a few to save the many. Right. And it's like he's also a monk. So he doesn't really, I, he's a 12 year old monk. Like, he's always been taught, like, being a pacifist. And he's also 12 years old. Like, what the heck? And she's laying into him. Yeah. But so she does um, kind of go, here, I'll show you. And she touches his head, and you kind of see, um, I, I would say it's the northern. It's like a premonition. Yeah. Yeah. It's the northern water tribe being um, attacked, and she says, uh, a whole other race of benders will die if you do not fulfill your duty as the Avatar. Yeah. Now, that part I thought was, was good. That was probably the thing that I think was the most impactful, because essentially, um, you know, Aang is the last airbender, and mm -hmm. she's reminding him, like, you're the last of your kind. Do you want what happened to you and your people to happen to the rest of the, the world? Rest of the world, or at the very least, like the, the waterbenders? Yeah. Because if you don't do what needs to be done, that's exactly what's going to happen. So that part I thought was good because that kind of then, you know, helped him realize, like, oh wow, okay, well, I really have to stop being on my bullshit. Yeah. And, and get on my horse. Yeah. So while this is happening, uh. I'm okay with that scene, to be honest with you. I think the whole thing was okay with me. Him going in the spirit world was fine, because uh, I, I was used to that from the anime show. Like he always did that. And I know. Here's the thing: in the anime show, he basically only talked to the previous Avatar, which was Roku. Right. Um. Here, I think they're gonna kind of. But reach I don't think back. that happened until later in the show, or not, maybe not later in season one. Later, but it was later in season. It one. wasn't this early on. Right. Which I get. They have to condense some I things. Think, they have to. You know, move certain plot points further along. I get that, right? Um, and maybe that's how they they figured they could do this here. Um, so I'm not gonna say I hate it. I'm not gonna say I loved it. I just kind of was indifferent to this part of the show, um, because really I just enjoyed Zhao a lot. Yeah, uh, but I Zhao, do. I do like him too. Zhao and Zuko get to the island. Zhao's way ahead, and again Zuko's freaking pissed off. He's like, "He beat me here." Da -da 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 -da. And Iroh kind of, again, in his calm states, like, I forget what he says. He says something along the lines of, like, making the first move isn't always the best. Right. He's making because the smart Zhao, move. like, already is on the line. He's already talking to the leaders of Kyoshi. He's basically tunnel-visioned. He's right. right. He knows he's right. Like the Kyoshi Island, Kyoshi Warrior, Kyoshi Village. Whereas 
Iroh, he he yeah he sees the big picture and he goes where and he one sees avatar the statue yeah he sees the statue of Kyoshi and goes where one avatar is there might be another yeah and he's exactly right one hundred percent because again it's Uncle Iroh he's Uncle Iroh and if you really think about it why would the avatar come here to seek answers from another avatar yeah right he's not gonna go there and be like yeah. Kiyoshi words seem cool, you know? Yeah. Um, so this all ensues. Uh, there's the fight scene. I didn't mind that much when they get there. So Admiral Zhao gets to the village, says, hey, you know, we need you. We know you have visitors. And Suki's mom's like, you're the only visitors here. Right, yeah. She's trying to play it dumb. Yeah, and Zhao kind of like really rips into him a little bit. Like says, you have a uh, – people know this island for being – unimportant but he says like and it's like that was a shot dude good shot and so they go off and she's he's like well i want to can i search the island and she's like i figured as much so they allow him to go by and search turns out they had a plan oh yeah it was an so ambush it was an ambush suki like doesn't move on this guy throws him to mama suki mama suki hits the gym she threw this guy 50 yards bro into another guy well, so this this was, and again, it, it sounds so far like I didn't enjoy the episode. I did enjoy the episode, but this whole fight scene here with the Kyoshi and Zhao's firebenders, I think for me was the lowest point. Yeah. I I did not like the fighting here. Wow, like it, it was almost kind of very haphazard in my opinion okay some of the throws and the other stuff i was kind of like uh, it, it almost seemed like they weren't actually trying to fight at certain points yeah. the fire bending portion of it that wasn't bad and some of the way that they were deflecting some of the fire bending i didn't mind that but when it came to the hand-to-hand combat like in the anime show, like the Kyoshi, while they're not benders or anything, they're pretty much, as far as non-benders, some of the top tier fighters, yeah, if not the in the tier. whole world. Yeah, and I didn't get that sense here from them. I guess so. I think for me, I enjoyed um, Suki and Sokka having like their little moment of like switching up around each other and fighting a little bit. That part that I didn't part mind. Good, except, I, I didn't mind that, except the end. They're fighting, and Zhao throws a fireball at Suki, but her back's turned. So Sokka goes to save her, grabs her fan, just does this like smacks the fireball with the fan, and it just looked corny, in my opinion. Yeah, a little bit. And here's going to be my. I think they're going to have a problem with this in this show. I think they're going to use way too much slow motion. They use slow motion throughout hmm. this whole fight scene. Okay. And I kind of remember the first episode being a lot of slow motion too. Certain parts, certain parts, yeah. Maybe, maybe that's why I didn't like it too. Maybe it was a little too slow. Maybe if it was normal speed or a little bit more faster paced, well, I would have enjoyed it more. Hand to hand combat. When are you more impressed? When it's slow motion or when you're seeing it in in real time? Right. I think in real time. Yeah. Personally, yeah. Me too. I think. I think there are there's a time and place for, for slow mo, but it should not be a whole fight. Right. It should. It's only like a. It's like a, a very important part in the fight scene. I bet you if they use slow mo at the end. I probably wouldn't have been that upset, but it was slow-mo the whole time, and it was like, that was the only part that I really disliked. Just too much slow motion. Felt like uh That's fair. Like how a little kid would want to make a fight scene in a movie, you know? Well, and maybe that, maybe they did that on purpose. Right. You know, to be more appealing to Children. a younger audience. But but then again, this- That's not where the from show what, felt. From, yeah, from, from what- the first episode, anyway, when they're literally like roasting people alive. Yeah, this is not a children's show. This episode, I feel a child could watch. Like this episode, <laughs> I didn't think there was anything that crazy. And I'm like, wow, this might not be appropriate for kids. So that's another thing that I'm kind of like, this is a little uneven because, like, the first episode, it's like pretty hype, and this one it was less. Right. I, I yeah. Know. I think you're right. I think they went a different route with this episode a little bit. Didn't have the same vibe and feel. Yeah. Um, well, and concurrently, while this fight is happening, then you got Zuko, who is rushing up to get Aang, and Katara, it's like, I'm going to stop you. She tried. She tried. She tried. Yeah. <laughs> and he's like, you're not getting in my way. Yeah. And, and she, Aang, the whole time, he's still in the Avatar he's, state. He's just meditating. Katara's tried several times to wake him up. He's not budging. You ever tried meditating? Yes. And you know what's really? crazy? Yes. Yeah. So I literally has only done it a few times in my life. 
Um, I did it in in psych class in high school. Okay, with uh, with Mr. Perry, R.I.P. Yeah. Um, but he had like one class where we went down to I don't know if it was the gym or something, but he just like had us all med- like it was literally the whole class we just meditated. One of the most relaxing moments of my entire life. Mm. I'm not even kidding you. I believe I don't know how to meditate. I you have to like let go. It, this was a lead meditation. Which for me personally, I think it was good because if it was just like I had to do it on my own, I probably couldn't. My mind runs. Yeah, yeah. But this was this is cool. In any case, though. Sorry. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Katara tries her best to. But Zuko to, is just yeah. like too good. Rocks right. her off to the side and is like, "You're not getting in my way, son." And yeah, he's getting ready to go. Well, and the, and I I I think again, I like Zuko. Love Zuko. Probably he's one of my more favorite characters from the live action here because Zuko. Even in the animated show, like he was not a top tier bender, but he wasn't like low tier either. No, he was, and so he's able to to highlight some of his his prowess here. Even though it's just Katara, like he basically just swatted her like she was a fly. Like, yeah, she was nothing to him because yeah. Like, yeah, he's he's not Ozai bending, but he's also not like just some villager that knows how to bend. Right, you know. Right. So, yeah, he gets her out of the way, and so we get a little flashback to Aang in the spirit world talking to Kyoshi, and he's like, well, how am I supposed to do this? Like, what is it like to be the Avatar? Like, I don't know what I'm supposed to do. And she's like, you want me to show you what it's like, son? Yeah. And he's like, I guess so. And so, basically, she just takes over his body. Yeah. And now you have Kyoshi, a super powerful Avatar of all four elements, come down right in front of uh, Zuko first. And he's just like, with Whoa. all his research, he knows who she is. He's yeah. like, it can't be. And she just blasts Well, yeah, because Kyoshi's been dead for a while. Oh, yeah, because she, she was two avatars. Right? right, right. So he tries to throw a fireball at her, and she then smacks him like he's a fly. Right. Right away. Now, this also was a... Zuko to say, go after uh, Yeah, Fuji. yeah. This also was a change from the original, which yeah. I actually liked. Like, when Kyoshi took over this part i liked like the whole spirit world type you know avatar state conversation i see that didn't like that as much but when she took over i was like oh snap that's that, kind of cool yeah so well how to get there is he has to go to the spirit world then you know what i mean i get it i and and they had to set it up to make that happen yeah i'm just surprised you dislike it that much yeah i don't know man as far as know. avatar goes i love the spirit world stuff and everything so i didn't mind it like again it was indifference you know it's like i knew he's gonna go there at some point today he went there um so yeah, anyway, she looks dope. The actress yeah. who plays her, I think, is doing a great job, too. Like, Absolutely. Fierce, you know? And so then after she knocks Zuko away, she goes to the village, and she just Fs everyone up. She's grabbing people with water whips and pulling them in. Yeah. And she actually does, like, the, the four-element ball. She has wind going around her. She pulls water around her. Fire starts to spin around her. And then um, you see rocks in there as well. So she's bending all four elements and just smacking people away oh yeah and she's going ham Zhao's like in disbelief at Kyoshi's here and he's like we gotta go oh yeah he's like back to the ship yeah so they pull back pull back so they leave uh Kyoshi's doing some crazy powerful thing comes down the ground and it's it's Aang yeah like her spirit or her projection or whatever like leaves and, and we see then that that it's ang that's there which let me ask you this when you watched it i don't know if you watched the episode more than once at all or not but when you Twice. watched it did you know that it was ang because when when no when she goes from the the spirit world talk and whatever and then it just cuts to kiyoshi i'm like Yo, she's in our world. Yeah, I'm like, did something happen that Kyoshi's like back now? And when she's fighting everybody, I'm like, whoa, this is crazy. I didn't know that it was her taking over his body. No, the first time I watched it, no. Obviously, yeah. I thought he opened a gate for her to come through. That's what I thought. I'm like, yo, maybe he somehow like through his meditation with her, she was able to come back. Yeah, for for a bit. I knew she wouldn't be in the show. Right, the right. But yeah, I didn't know that. But she used his body as a um as a vessel. Yeah. And she just went ham. But again, that showed Aang what the Avatar can do. Right. His tr- it gave him like a, a taste of his true power and his potential. Yeah, which was, I thought that was pretty dope. 
Yeah. Now, in the original, like, you know, when he has those glimpses of, of power, whether he's in the Avatar state or this, that, whatever, like, I thought I thought that was pretty cool. And um, I was waiting to see how they were going to shape that with the live action version. Um, I wonder if in further, you know, storylines, are we going to get other older avatars, you know, to, I hope to come so. into play? I definitely hope we still get Roku. You know, um, I really enjoyed him him being the Fire Nation avatar. Yeah. Him talking to Aang and, like, kind of realizing, like, okay. There's a, Roku has a great story, too. Right. Every, everybody has a great story in the animated show. Yeah. But, yeah, I didn't mind it. I did not know Zang. He comes out of it, is knocked down. Um, but because the Kyoshi Island people saw Kyoshi, they're all of a sudden now, like. Oh, they're hype. They're like, we love you. Yeah. Well, you can stay here as long as. No, they didn't say that. But they basically, though, they're, they're hype because, one, like, that's the avatar that they've dedicated their lives to. The whole island, yeah. But also now it's kind of it's giving He's, them hope yep. that okay, the avatar is back. You know, while we maybe haven't been suffering as much as the rest of the world have, they've probably been suffering too because they have isolated themselves. They had to. And exactly they had to. So now it's like, okay, well, if the avatar can bring back balance to the world, maybe we don't have to just be these hermits on this island. Exactly. Yeah, so. so they say to the Avatar, to Team Avatar, I mean, you got to leave, you know, cause, and then Sokka tells Sugi, well, we can't just leave you. And she's like, they're looking for you guys, not us. Like, Right, right. You, can you know, like, they're going to chase after you. Yeah. So they have a nice little kiss, you know, it's like really sweet. Um, I'm trying to think what else happens here before the show really ends. Um, I think I probably have notes on it. Um, um, oh, so... Bef- Anything else that goes off in Kiyoshi Island you want to talk about before I... No, we're okay. good. We're good. So you do get um, Zuko and Zhao and Uncle Iroh on a ship. And Zuko's like, the fuck, bro? Yeah. And Zhao's like, I was just answering a report about weird happenings in... Yeah, he's trying to play it off. Yeah, Kiyoshi Island. I didn't know it was the Avatar. And then he kind of goes, maybe if the prince would have actually gave me information, I could have contacted him about this. Right, and that, that kind of pisses Zuko off a bit. It does. And, but again, Uncle Iroh steps in. As Zuko's getting ready to be like teenage attitude Zuko, oh, I yeah. saw it coming out. Iroh's like, yeah, maybe you're right. Maybe we have to talk more. And he's like, cool, everything's fine. But Zuko's like, don't tell anybody. Like, out of nowhere. And Zhao's like, I understand the importance of it being a secret. Yeah. Starts walking away and then turns around. But you can tell. He's he's he's, he's not about cooking. that. He's yeah. got something cooking, and he turns around. And is like, or we could work together. You in the lead, of course. Of course, of course, Milige. Um, and he's like, but you you can run it all. But we could work together. Double the manpower, you know. Right. So Zhao is again. I I wanted to note now how much I love him, but I think you can tell that I really just enjoy how this guy did Zhao. I I think Zhao Zhao Zhao. I think he's sneaky. Yeah. I think you can tell how evil he really can be. Um, I think he's going to be a really good antagonist, I'm assuming, for the whole first season. I'll say this. I I liked Zhao in the original. Me too. I liked him in this, but in the original, it was more of a... I like him because of um, the, the way he's portrayed. I think that I don't like his character because he's a dick. Yeah. In this, I kind of like his character. I think the way that he's playing him is like, okay, you know he's a bad dude, um, but it's almost kind of like a, the enemy of my enemy is my friend type situation here. Like, obviously Zuko's, you know, the the main bad guy or, uh, for right now anyway, and the fact that they have this kind of, you know, back and forth they competition. Beef. They got yeah, they got this beef. I'm kind of like. Yo, I kind of almost am rooting for Zhao a little bit. Right. Well, and also Zhao, they kind of give you the vibe of he's he's really nobody in the Fire Nation. Because in the beginning of the episode, they're like, we're in the middle of nowhere. And, he, and Yeah, Iroh's they're just like, like in the southern seas somewhere. Yeah, that nobody really knows, talks about. Right. And Iroh kind of mentioned that's why we're, we're in a good spot right now. Because the information can't get out. Because this is an unimportant area. So obviously Zhao's in an area where there's really no need for him to do much of anything. Right. They're probably just chilling, eating fish at that port all the time. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, I really enjoyed that. 
Um, but as after he leaves, he's writing a letter to none other than Fire Lord Ozai, Ozai yeah. telling him like, "Hey, you might not believe this shit, but I got some tea. I got some. I seen it with my own eyes. Yeah, Avatar's back, <laughs> and like, I love Fire Lord Ozai right now. In this, it's the first glimpse you see of him. Yeah, this is the first time we he has this, he has the smirk like he's a bad dude. Yeah, Daniel Day Kim, I think was. Of all the people that were cast in the live action, I think he is my favorite. Yeah. I think he was the one that looks the part the most out of everybody. Um, I, I'm really hoping that we get a lot more of him going forward. And just from, you know, Lord Ozai's character in the original, um, he is one of the most badass firebenders out there. Like, there's a lot of debate as to from the original series who is the best firebender like in it, a lot of times it really comes down to Ozai, Iroh and then um uh Azula. Azula, yeah. And and I think that's probably what's going to end up happening here too, you know, by the end of the series. Um but a lot of people like any any one of them people will say is like the number one firebender. If yeah. you ask me it's Iroh. Oh, yeah. yeah. But well, we love Iroh. Yeah. We're Iroh stands over here. Um yeah, so I, I I agree with you. I think the best casting look wise was still Sokka, but he doesn't hit Sokka the True. way the show goes. I will say this: he has the same humor as Sokka, if you notice this. Oh yeah, but it's as it's subtle, whereas Sokka in the show is very loud. Yeah. So now that you've touched on that, because that is something I wanted touch to, me to, to oh, mention. I do agree. His um, humor is very much in line with Sokka's from the show. Right. It's just not as in your face. That being said, the one character who I think they haven't injected enough of the original characters, you know, um, idiosyncrasies, I guess, is 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 Aang. Aang in the original show, yeah. So I think the parts that huh. that that the 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 kid that they got to play Aang here that he's doing well, he's doing very well on. But the one thing that I, I haven't gotten as much as that I thought I would get a lot of. Aang is very playful. He's very goofy. He's very like like I don't know, just whimsical. Yeah. He and is. I'm not getting as much of that as really? I thought I was. Yeah. So, so like for example, right, in the in the um in the uh animated series, when they get to Kyoshi, he's like wanting to go swimming and stuff. And surfing, and, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And then like he finds that big monster in the lake and whatever. And like I don't care that they didn't do the lot the lake monster or whatever. Like the lake monster was kind of unimportant, you know, yeah. whatever. But like you don't get that like Aang in the original series, like while he is trying to do his like avatar like duties, he's always like putting it off to wanting to play, to wanting to like have fun. Yeah. And maybe they're trying to just go for a more serious tone in this, but I think that that is something that would add a little bit more um, I don't like levity to the situation. I think I don't disagree with what you're saying I, because one, yeah, he wants when he gets to the Southern Water Tribe, he wants to do a sledding on like the penguins. Right, right, yeah. yeah I and forgot he, about that. He's always one, but he's very mature, but also immature. Like he has moments where he's very like zen, you know, and he he talks to people in a very mature way. Yeah, but when he sees an opportunity to have fun, he has fun. Exactly. And I'm with you. I would like to see more of that with Anne because even in his fights in the in the animated show, he's like yelling or like making a weird face and i know it's an anime show but it'd be nice to see that with him because he's so powerful he can have fun in a fight yeah and even like as a as an airbender even though he's the only one like clearly he's still a very very good airbender i mean i think they even mention in the first episode like he's the youngest person to ever reach master oh. and like the, the when when they get their tattoos that's when that's the sign of your of you being a master and there's no kids with that right right um it also is mentioned in this show he was so powerful he didn't say he didn't have to train he's like i did have to train to help hold my powers back right right they do a little flashback i don't remember if it's the first episode or the second it was, one it was this episode yeah. they do a flashback of him knocking some teammate uh friends off a ledge by accident doing like a just a training like a training yeah um because he was just so powerful um to me right now Katara, I don't have anything for Katara. I don't she just mind is Katara. Practicing, no, I don't dislike, don't hate, nothing. But as far as the character goes, I don't know if she's the same as the cartoon or not because all you get is Waterbender. 
I just want to practice my water bending, which she did want to do in the show. Yeah. But at this point, Aang's practicing too, I think. And this is when she gets pissed off at Aang because he's better than her already. In, in the show. My, my, my boy's the avatar, though. But in, in, in the anime series that's happening in this, it's not. So I don't. She. There's a lot of rage in Katara that I'm not sure we're going to get because this Katara seems even more sweet. More reserved, yeah. 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 Um, we'll see. I don't know. That's true. Now that I think about it, yeah, like the animated Katara, like there were points where she like got like angry. She she flips out on people sometimes. Yeah. 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 And okay. I'll have to, maybe I'll have to go back and rewatch and see if I see that perspective. I want to watch it again, too. I'm probably going to watch it with my son, I think. But I want to compare some stuff. You brought up the sea monster. I not mad it's not in the show, but I do wish it was in the show. I I mean to me it was a a cool thing in the animated thing, but I think that's how he. I didn't think it was that important. I think the whimsical playfulness of like, hey, I want to go swimming now that we're here. I think that was more important. Yeah, more important thing that was missed than the than the lake monster. Yeah, that was just an episode I enjoyed in the animated show. Like I said, it doesn't need to be here. That was the reason why I think they stay on the island. They said you can stay if you can get rid of this monster. Was that what it was I, in the original? I think so. Okay, I could I be wrong. Remember. Correct me if I'm wrong. Um, maybe we'll do a segment like you're wrong or something like that. But there was that, and then Zuko and Aang fight in the animated show. Yes. And I wish I would have seen that. One, because it's a really cool fight. Two, Aang takes one of the fans and knocks people back <laughs> yeah. with the fan. I forgot in, about in that. In that episode. So, yeah, and... This is going to be tough. I think we have to, like you said, take a step back. It's not going to be the animated show. Yeah. One. And two, there's only eight episodes. They got to fill a lot in. And they're going to be almost rushing stories or yeah, you know, stuff like that. So I took my step back this episode, and I actually really enjoyed it. Um, I still think the acting's kind of weak in this show, if I'm being completely honest. Um, in certain points. In certain points. Yeah. Some people are really good. I think Suki was very good. Yeah. Um, I still like Zuko. Uncle Iroh's been hitting. Zhao was great. Um, but the Team Avatar, all three of them, they have their low moments. I think the chemistry that was in the animated show for Team Avatar is not quite there yet. Yeah. But it's only the second episode, so I'm hoping it improves you yeah. know, further along. Um, but yeah, other than that, like the differences, there's nothing else I really wanted to see from the animated show here. Um that's all I have, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I I, I think... Oh, I do have an Easter egg, though, but yeah. Okay, cool. Um, I think while I was less, um, I guess, positive about this episode than I was the first one, I still think I liked it. I know it might seem, if you're listening to this point, like, man, Alex really didn't like anything about this episode. Yeah, we're not watching Avatar anymore, apparently. <laughs> but I, I did really enjoy it still. Um, I... I think originally I was thinking, well, I'm going to, especially because it's on Netflix and they just released the entire thing. I was like, I'm going to binge the whole thing, which I I think I still might do. Um, but I'm also kind of just enjoying watching it. And like, I kind of want to go back and start watching the animated version and seeing like, okay, like where are we at with that versus where we are in the live action? What were some of the other things that I missed yeah. that they don't have? Like, I want to go back and compare what I really want to try to do is to get Clarissa to watch the animated version because it is so good. And like a friend of mine was over last night to just drop by and say hi. I hadn't seen him in a while. And he was also a big fan of Avatar. And I asked him, like, did you watch the new one yet? The the live action version he said, no, I'm actually going back and rewatching the animated one with his with his girlfriend because she had never watched it. Yeah. And I feel like. If we weren't doing this podcast, I probably would have made Clarissa watch the animated version first. But since we are doing this and we're watching it, like she's been watching it with me and she's been liking it, which is fine. Um, but I think if you could go back and watch the animated version before this, I think while you might nitpick certain things, I also think you would appreciate certain things in the live action more. Yeah. So one thing I did appreciate was my Easter egg. So when they get to um, Kiyoshi's temple, there's a painting up there, and he, she's she grew up uh, like a, a maid or something in a house, right? And then they didn't know she was the Avatar. They mentioned that in the, sh- in, the in the in the Netflix show. Okay, I don't know if that's part of the animated show. I don't think so. Right. But then they show a picture. She goes, and goes, well, how did she go from that to that? And it's 
like crazy Kyoshi, right? Breaking an island apart and a guy being like this. And there is, I don't think they'll show it in the this show because it's it's kind of filler. But there's a story of Kyoshi. What happens is there's a big like feud or something going on between islands, and Kyoshi's so strong that she breaks an island in half and separates them. Huh. Yeah. So and they show that picture in there. So it was a nice little Easter egg. I'm okay. like, that's that story that probably won't be shown in the show, but there's the story in the show still. I have to go back and, and see that if was, I find that. That was it wasn't in season one that they talk about it. It was remember when Aang was like on trial for something? It was yeah, that one. Okay. Okay. Yeah. If anybody knows it, throw it our way. Make make Alex watch it. But you know what? The one thing this show will do is make people want to go back and watch the animated show. I definitely do. Like I've been getting the itch. Me too. Um, and I'm also kind of wanting to watch Legend of Korra because I'm wondering, like, are they gonna tie anything in there? Um, like I don't. I, I I never watched Legend of Korra. I watched like the first one or two episodes. My mistake. I know. I should have watched it. Idiot. But I know that there are. are some characters and some things from the original animated show that show up in Legend of Korra. And I'm wondering, is there going to be anything from Legend of Korra that ties in with the live action? The only thing is, Legend of Korra gives you the um, the origin of the Avatar. Like that's, the whole Avatar being. Yeah. Oh, that's the okay. only thing I could see them using from Legend of Korra to explain the Avatar. Mm, all I right. doubt they will, but they could. That's all I'm going to say, because if they do use it, I don't want to spoil it. Right. Yeah, Legend of Korra is very good. Not as good as Last Airbender, but very good. All right, all right. So yeah, that's that's the whole episode. Um, yeah. What was your favorite thing in this episode? It had to be Kyoshi taking over Aang's body. Just okay. Ass. Yeah. yeah, I think that was probably my favorite too. And then Zhao, of course. But true, true. Yeah. Uh, I, I think Kyoshi, you know, coming and doing her thing was my favorite as well. I think my least favorite, and I said it about the first episode too, when Aang goes into the Avatar state, I don't like the CGI that's going on. Like when they showed him meditating and his arrow like lights up, I don't like it, man. It's 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 weird. It's weird. It's almost like kind of bad Photoshoppy a little yeah. bit. Yeah. I, I know that's probably not something I should be that nitpicky about, but I feel like because the avatar state is such an important thing i would have thought they would have made that look a little better or concentrated on that more yeah i think it has something to do because it didn't look that terrible with um kiyoshi right exactly when kiyoshi's in the avatar state i'm like yo that looks dope i think it has something to do with not being able to do stuff with a 12 year old kid like not being able to pull him up on stuff or make him work too hard on certain things and then you see gi to work on him maybe i don't know, I don't even know. that it just just the way he looks it, it i'm not off. feeling it yeah, yeah no i agree um my least favorite right now is still like some of the on the nose stuff which it wasn't terrible this episode and then then the acting sometimes takes me away it just i get unattached to the show when i'm, you I'm able to overlook it for the most part i think i do hear what you're saying yeah i think some of the acting is kind of like a little bit weaker um yeah it almost sometimes feels like when they pan or like they switch to let's just say it's cameras on ang and it switches to guitara ang's not in that room and she's just saying a line uh, it and maybe feels that, that way maybe, sometimes. maybe that's what it is i mean the in a lot of times when shooting things mm -hmm. or if they have to go back and do reshoots, sometimes they have to shoot in a way where like, okay, we're just going to have an a, a camera angle where you're here and you're talking to this other person off screen, but they're not actually there. Maybe, maybe it's happening. I don't know. Um, I wonder too yeah. if maybe, because like aside from the guy that plays Iroh and the guy that plays Zhao, I don't really know any of the other actors or things that they've been in. So I'm wondering if this might be like one of their first like oh. big budget type things. Yeah, and honestly, Ang I look past sometimes because he's a 12 year old kid. You know what I mean? So I understand his acting is not gonna always be top tier. Like not everybody can be the girl from um, Logan, the little girl from Logan. She was phenomenal, <laughs> dude. But um, you know, it, it, he's not. They're not bad. I'm not saying they're terrible actors. I don't want to throw that out there at all. I just think sometimes something doesn't feel right. Like, it doesn't feel like they're really having a conversation or talking to each other. It feels like you're forcing what you're trying to say. I think it's a, and sometimes a fair it's good. assessment. Sometimes it's fine. Yeah. You know, but those are my only down parts. Like I said, I've actually enjoyed this better than the first episode. So yeah, 
I can't really say too much. Well, if you're uh, listening along here, uh, this is obviously, like we mentioned, the second episode of the show. Uh, these episodes for Avatar The Last Airbender are going to be dropping every Friday. Friday, Friday, Friday. Uh, so since we're on episode two, we've got six left. Um, keep an eye out on all of your podcast networks on Friday for this episode uh, and any ones that are coming out after. Also, remember, we still have our podcast on The Boys. We are coming to a close Whew. with the season one Flying uh, of The Boys. Uh, so keep an eye out for that. Um, and also, uh, thank you. We have to give a huge, huge shout out to all of you. Uh, we had been... Um, pushing for a lot of people to subscribe to our YouTube channel. We had a goal of getting to 50 subscribers and we reached that goal. So You're I want the to best. Say thank you to everyone who was probably annoyed by how much I was <laughs> posting about it on Facebook and asking people to subscribe. Uh, thank you so much. It really does mean a lot to us. We are uh, going to be working now to do some special things now that we've reached that goal. Uh, there's going to be another milestone around the corner that I'm sure we're going to be having to reach. So while uh, I'll probably take a break from begging people to subscribe <laughs> to our YouTube, it's still going to happen. But I just wanted to say thank you again to everybody um, for helping us reach that goal. Um, so uh, appreciate it very, very much. Subscribe to us everywhere else on TikTok, on Facebook, uh, on Instagram, and keep an eye out for more content from us moving forward. Let us know what you thought about this episode of Avatar. Are you watching it week to week uh, with us? Uh, are you binging the whole thing since it's available for you to watch? Let us know in the comments section, uh, wherever it might be. Nice. Yeah. All right, everybody. We'll see you next week. Peace. Go meditate. What? Go meditate. Go meditate. All right. Peace.